Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. going on everybody welcome back to believe believe in lions right here on the believe podcasting network that's detroit's number one sports podcasting network where we believe in the detroit lions and by the end of this episode so will you last week i mean my guy number 36 the one and only lions legend benny blades i mean we do the show we have fun we talk lions last week i mean it was this Benny, hello, Benny, are you there? Mr. Mister Blades, I was sitting here waiting. I'm ready to talk some Lions football. I got a whole docket worth of stuff I got to run by you. You were nowhere to be found. I mean, where were you? <laughs> well, first of all, Derek, I'm glad to be back in sunny, sunny, sunny South Florida. I'm glad to have let you me, back. Let, 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 me, let me tell the, the, the audience, not you, Derek, the audience, <laughs> Oh, what I want to know too. I want to know where you were too. Go ahead. <laughs> you know, I'm 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 a tremendously busy young man. I I got a project. I can tell the people about it now. That's getting ready to start up in the D, in Detroit. That is. Now, we have the first junior college football program coming to the city of Detroit. Me, yours truly, Betty Blaze, is going to become an athletic director. And so I had to go up there for meetings to try to get this program up and off of the ground the right way. Now, fly in Tuesday. Okay, meetings on Wednesday. I was supposed to get back to Fort Lauderdale at 540 in time to do the show. But guess what happens? No, 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 no. I got bumped off of my flight onto the next flight. I don't have a phone. I left my charger at home. So, Derek, trust me, I love talking about the Lions and talking sports with you on this podcast. I apologize wholeheartedly. But young man, I am a extremely busy young man, and so <laughs> my, my, I, all I can do is apologize. My my favorite part, <laughs> Benny. Uh, everybody out there knows I'm just giving you a hard time. First of all, second of all, you called yourself a young man twice. I mean, uh, that that means you're still in playing shape. So like, like I, we might need you for a few snaps. And third of all. Like, like I said, Benny Blades is doing big things in Detroit, the state of Michigan. He had told me a little bit about this. I mean, it would have helped to maybe get a text message, something in advance. But like I say, he's a busy man. Benny, you're there in about 90 degrees in South Florida. It's negative 9 degrees where I'm at here in Michigan. 
But we're here this week talking Lions, and I know the people, the audience, the listeners of Believe in Lions are so happy to have you back. So I'm fired up for you, for the school, for all the big things you're doing with the youth of the community, both in Florida as well as now in Michigan. And I'm fired up to talk football with you. So I, I say we just we, we get our first sponsor in here and we get to business. Yeah, that's definitely it because uh, not only are we going to talk football, but we're going to start dabbling a little bit of, of this college basketball because now that March Madness is getting ready to ramp up, it's definitely going to have our fans going to bet online and putting in a little bit of cash. You got to go to betonline.ag. I mean, football might be over, but the NBA, like you just said, college hoops, hockey is is in full swing. And I mean, it's the only place to go to bet on these sports is at betonline.ag. That's the only place to go, betonline.ag, because I tell you what, um, I'm going to have to go and put a little bit of wager down, especially when March Madness starts. For whatever reason, before BetOnline became into Benny's wheelhouse, I would always, because you know yeah, you do those little school pools, Derek, I don't know if you, if you guys right. do it. But we do these school pools, and every single year, I am at least 90% correct the first, you know, four or five days of the, of the tournament. I'm like, are you kidding me? I could be winning money here. <laughs> So, 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 so you I'm take you take you take home the brackets every year, Benny. Is that what you're trying to tell us? That's what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> Look, I'm I, I the last time I hooped was in high school, okay? <laughs> but I I, I kind of watch a lot more college basketball than I do college football. I don't I don't know why that is, but you know I I, I tend to gravitate to that a little bit more now. Well, I know everybody's looking forward to the tournament. And, Benny, instead of winning all the bragging rights at the school with your bracketology, you could do this if you go to betonline.ag. Going to the pay one. Going to the pay one. Exactly. So, everybody, bet online. I mean, they even cover the awards, TV shows, and reality TV. I mean, they got hundreds of pops, real-time odds, almost anything you can imagine. And, of course, the 24-hour online casino as well. So head on over to that website or get your mobile device out and sign up today and receive your 50%, 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Benny, we got some fun out of the way to start. We got our sponsor in here. Now we got to talk some Lions football. So I thought there was no better topic to talk about to start the show with you than the guy that since I started the show with you before the season went every week, you come on, you talk about Matt Stafford. You love Matt Stafford. You think that he's the 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 leader of the team. He plays schoolyard ball. He's going to make plays. Well, we had to break the news to you a week ago. You got kind of sad on me that Matt Stafford was shipped out by the new GM, Brad Holmes, the guy that you called the next Ozzie Newsom. And we got a lot of picks for him. You know, we got another quarterback for him. We talked a little bit about that. But in the last week or so, good old number nine has come out. I mean, he got with Channel 4 News, he went back to Ford Field, he walked the field, he had his daughters there, his wife there, did these heartfelt interviews, he gave a million dollars to his school. 
Uh, he did a Mitch album interview, big surprise there. You know, all the people that kind of take care of him while he was in Detroit. But he's trying to leave on a good note. I mean, nobody's has any issues with this guy off the field. It's just we never could win at a high level with him, and he just had a lot of stats that we unfortunately couldn't get us up over the hump. But everybody kind of wishes him well in L.A., but he did do this goodbye to Detroit here in the last week, and, and I think he's already out there. Or that was kind of like he was shoving off to the West Coast there. So I thought I'd get your thoughts on it. Matt Stafford's goodbye, as well as how, how you feeling when this is really going down. I know this was your guy, 100%. Well, I'll tell you what. Here's, I mean, I'm a true believer of sticking with a guy, you know, until the wheels fall off. I mean, if, you know, like I told you why I was a Matthew Stafford guy, because, you know, guts means a whole lot to me. And I just thought it was a class act that um, the way he said goodbye to the, the city of Detroit. I mean, like you said, nobody has any qualms with the guy off of the field. And to me, that was kudos in, in, in the way he went out. I, this is just me personally. Benny Blaze is going to wish Matthew Stafford a lot of luck in L.A. You know, I, I, I hope that he wins a lot of ball games for them. I don't know if he will, but, you know, I'm, I'm hoping he does. Just the only way, reason I won't go, uh, you know, go with him is if he happens to play my Lions. And if that's the case, then I, I'm, I'm out to fly to uh, L.A. And, uh, you know, you know, kind of bum a few tickets off for the Lions organization and watch the game. <laughs> so. Well, Mr. Blade, let me say this, because, again, I got all the respect for the guy, his family. I've got a bunch of the number nine jerseys here. I enjoyed having him as our quarterback. But, yeah, I got a little bit of a problem because, to me, he sort of went out the same way that frustrated me towards the end of his career here, where he just tries to say all the right things, do all the right things, but he doesn't do it you know, in the face of adversity, like he got all the perfect people that are friends with his wife, his buddy on the radio, you know, he didn't do any press conferences. So none of the other reporters could talk to him. It's very protected. And I don't like that. You know, I like people like you that are just real and that are just open and that are just, uh, when they say something, you know, they mean it rather than just like, Oh, Benny's just going to say exactly what everybody wants to hear. No, Benny's going to say what Benny's going to say. And I like that. So I, I just feel like it was just that whole hum, you know, everything was structured, everything was laid out. And even his answers of why he left and how hard it was to talk to him, but how great the Fords were. It just, I don't know. For me, it's like I don't have any ill will for him, but it just sort of felt like, man, here we go again with this same old perfect everything instead of, you know, just be honest with the fan. Just be open. Don't try to craft everything perfectly. Nobody wants to hear that. It's just, I don't know. It it, it kind of frustrated me, to be honest. But like I said, I sort of wish him well, but I didn't like uh, how planned out everything was. Derek, you have to understand why he – Guys like Matthew Stafford, they don't go off the cuff like a Benny Blaze does, okay? Because they want a career when their career is over with. You know, he wants to go into television and all that, you know, pretty boy stuff. To me, I always knew I was coming back to where it all started from me. You know, 
I don't have to be on anybody's ESPN game day. You know, I got fired from the doing the post game show for my beloved Hurricanes because I was telling the truth. A lot of people don't want to hear the truth. They want a regimented person who's going to be ho-hum, is going to tell you what 90% of America wants to hear. They don't want to hear Benny Blaze says, that guy sucks. He's out of here. They don't want to hear that. <laughs> I understand he's, he, he's looking at a post-career after this career is over with. Me, I got a post-career. These kids are going to love me regardless. So I'm not looking to be sugarcoating things to people. Man, whatever. I'm going to give it to you, blood raw. If you don't like it, then so be it. You know what I mean? <laughs> That, that's you know, what I'm saying. That's why that's why we need you on TV instead of number nine is not going to be on TV. This guy hates social media. He just he does the the bare minimum with the media. He never says anything interesting. He just goes about his business. I mean, it just gets old after a while. And and some people will tell you, oh, you know, it's he's so respected. Like he just he's a great face of the franchise. Like, I felt that, too. And then towards the end, it was kind of like, man, this guy, he, he's just so smooth at what to say, what to do. And it gets frustrating. You like the guy to mess up once or, like, smash a, a Gatorade bottle or, or just go off the handle once or twice. And instead, even on his way out of Detroit, it was just the same old basic stuff. It wasn't some, you know, genuine uh, open press conference. It wasn't some big letter to the city from, from handwritten. It was just this sit down with uh, channel four, which was just asking these softball questions, walking around the stadium with his daughters. Like, come on, man. That's why I'm saying we need a fiery leader at the quarterback position next. Nothing. I mean, if that's how Stafford wants to do his business, fine. But sometimes I think to win at a high level, you need to rattle a few cages as well as be a guy that can't be so perfect all the time. Can't be so mild mannered and ho hum and oh, golly gee, I love the city. Like, some people want to hear Unleashed Benny Blades and say, man, I love Detroit, and this is why, and this is why I played my ass off for you and all that. And you just didn't feel it, you know, on the way out. I felt like, uh, let, let's set it up perfectly. Let's tell him we love. Let's go try to win. And then his wife was like, you guys can win one right after we do. It's like, come on, man. I'm with Benny Blades. Like, we're trying to still <laughs> win one before you. We're not trying to root you on out there. If you win, great. But... The Lions, we're still trying to get that Super Bowl too. We're not waiting for the Rams to get one before we can we can contend so that Kelly Stafford and Matt Stafford have their little Cinderella send off. You know what I mean? So I don't know. It's just got me a little flustered as you can tell, but really I wish him the best. I'm glad the Lions are moving forward. Like Benny, you said something earlier that I meant to bring up, but I'm gonna bring it up now. You used the word kudos. Now, on my other show, the Detroit Kool-Aid cast, which drops on Wednesdays and Fridays on your favorite podcast platform, my buddy Grifka says kudos, and I always say he's the only person in the world that uses that, but I guess you use it too, so I'll throw you in with him. You are the two only people that use the word kudos in 2021, (laughs) but hey, kudos to Matt Stafford and family. Go do your thing, and uh, kudos to Brad Holmes, because... What a bold move to pull off that type of deal in the time frame he did, get the results he did. Now we just got to capitalize on the picks, and hopefully we get a quarterback and a team in here where people are in a few years are kind of like, oh, yeah, Matt Stafford's aight, but now we're really rolling. You know, that's what I want to see, so we'll see if it happens. No, I think it'll happen. I think it will happen. I think it will happen. 
I sure hope so. And Mr. Blades, before we move on, did you happen to mention the you earlier? Did I hear you do that? Of course. I will always mention the you. Even though I got fired. <laughs> you got you got to let me get the bit in there. We got we got to get the the sound bit, but I mean, it, it, it's definitely all about that you, Benny. It's all about the you. It's all about the you. I'm glad you told it like it was uh, in the in the press box. Somebody's got to when your team's struggling that much down there. Um, anyway, um, so let's let's talk about this, Benny. We got Dan Campbell. You, you remember who Dan Campbell is, Benny? I'm just curious if you remember this guy. Yeah, the guy that went to the press conference and says, I'm sick of this. <laughs> he, al- he, he also said this gem, Benny. We're going to bite a kneecap off. We're going to smile at you. We're going to take your other kneecap. We're going to smile at you. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. We're going to be the last one standing. All right. That's going to be the mentality. That's Dan freaking Campbell, Benny. And you still haven't admitted when you wrote that for him. Did you email that up to him before the press conference? Did you handwrite that and, and get it to 54? I mean, that's a Benny Blades line if I ever heard one. I'm going to stick to my guns. I did not write that, but he made me fall in love with him after saying that because I was like, Dan Campbell. Oh, Dan Campbell. He was down in, he was, he was at the Miami Dolphins. That Detroit Lions tight end, Dan Campbell, Miami Dolphins. But when he said that, this is man, he's been in, in, in the, in the uh, press room. Talking to Chris Billman, because that is the way old 54 used to play. And see, speaking of old 54, see, people don't 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 know that Chris really never talked to the media after the games. I mean, he's just this guy who's that work pill kind of guy, you know, let my work speak for me. And then he got into the booth. I mean, he got real good at that. See me? Ah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Benny, you want to you wanna know when Dan Campbell won me over? When did he win you over? When he uttered this gem. You've had enough of that <laughs> Exactly, Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell looked at this winning this team the past couple decades. He looked at this team since Benny Blaze and Chris Spielman left, and he said, you know what? You've had enough of that Exactly, Dan Campbell. All right, so, so Benny, Dan Campbell said in some interviews, he hasn't said much about the team, but he did sort of say in, in a roundabout way that he likes Jared Davis. Now, Jared Davis is a guy the Lions took 20, 21st overall, whatever it was, at linebacker coming out of Florida. The guy flew all over the field. He's just a brick house, just a, a nasty physical beast. But since being in Detroit, I mean, he's had struggles, um, you know, finding the right gaps to be in, tackling, just processing. And he's just really been a, player that people want to see out of here but dan campbell seems to like it and people are starting to think hey 
Maybe maybe he was just totally used wrong. Maybe they were getting too much on Jared Davis's plate. Maybe you just say, hey, see the ball? Go get it. <laughs> and, and lay the lumber on somebody. Put the head across the bow, as Benny Blades would say. Um, so right. I'm curious to see what he's got. And then Hal Vitae is a big old right tackle, right guard that we brought in last year. He's hurt. Everybody's kind of done with him as well. But Dan Campbell seems to like what he brings to the table. So did you see anything from number 40 on defense or big Hal Vitae on the right side of the line that gives you hope that these guys might be able to be resigned or come back or, or stay on the team and how Vitae's case and make an impact or no? Well, here, here's the thing with over number 40. Uh, in, in my opinion, it's just, it has nothing to do with the Lions organization. In my opinion, he was thinking too much. And I've always told you during our process of the season, you cannot think too much playing defense you can't especially playing linebacker and corner you can't think too much you have to there's only one ball out there and that's why i i i love the new defensive coordinator he says i'm gonna simplify this defense i'm gonna let the athletes run around and do what they do best because let me tell you something Derek. i watched that game did you watch the Super Bowl, Tampa Bay's defense? No-brainer, no thinking. They wasn't, ah. <laughs> Kansas City tried to trick them with all these different formations. It's one ball on the field. Those <laughs> defensive ends get pressure up the field, and those linebackers can flow and make tackles, silent. That's what, that's what we need. I, I'm getting excited. <laughs> it's that simple, Benny. New, it's, it's not hard. Oh. No, 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 listen. <laughs> when you can simplify a defensive scheme to where you're not thinking, because there's no way, and I'm, I'm going to bring up this story because it was so funny. We're playing the San Francisco 49ers on a Monday night football game. Oh, big time. Big time. I says, okay, I get, I get a chance to shine, baby. It's Monday night football. <laughs> The coach called uh, zero coverage. That means we're man-to-man across the board. There's no safety in the deep middle of the field. Oh, yeah. What what happened on the matchups? I don't know how. I ended up with Jerry Rice. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Chris Spillman ends up with Roger Craig. Uh Uh-oh. We're looking at each other. How do we end up with the two most dangerous guys on the field. So Chris, Chris looks at me and says, switch, switch. I said, I'm not leaving you on Jerry Rice. So we, so we call timeout. It's like, oh, no, this ain't going to work. How the corners matched up, you know what I mean, with just second-tier players. And me and Chris, we're matched up on probably two most dynamic players in the universe, and I'm like, this no, no, this is not how it's gonna happen. We, so, we got we gotta get a timeout on that. Like uh, that, that, you gotta go to the side for some Gatorade and get that rematched <laughs> up. I agree. Yeah. Uh, so so that 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 this is how when you know you're in tune with the game. And last year, like I told you, I just thought defensively we're uh, I ain't gonna use the cheesehead phrase. We were just soft. 
We, we, there was no physicality. Guys didn't know where to line up. They didn't know what to do. And so I am so glad that he said he's going to come in. He's going to simplify this thing and let guys just use your athletic ability and just run around. That, yeah, that, 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 that's, that's what all the uh, that's what all the coordinators said. I really like what I heard from from Aaron Glenn as well as you know Deuce Staley at the running back. He he said similar things. And then you know just before we start recording here, um, we got uh, Randall L as, as the wide receiver coach. He seems to have a lot of excitement and having played a unique style of ball. So I I like him too as a coach. But yeah, simplify, make it easy. To me, Jared Davis is a guy that he might not be on this roster because but he also might come at a bargain basement price. And I've seen the dude up close in person and he's no joke at the linebacker position with his speed as well as his size. So it's a guy I would be willing to take a gamble on if he was still, you know, here in Detroit, like, Hey, I can play this game. I just wasn't used right. And now I'm four years in the league and I feel like I need to be unleashed and I'm willing to give you a, a discount to stay. I would be in on it to me. How Vitae is a guy, he's just a big body, you know, he just didn't see much from him this year. I think he could be a serviceable piece, but I, I would like a better right tackle or right guard if I could find it at, at the right spot in the draft or free agency. So I think Dan Campbell's just throwing out a couple names, too, that are under the radar off the board type of guys because he doesn't want to say too much about the the big namers right now. But I think you'll see this roster get a, a big time facelift. I'm excited to see that because, like you said, there was a little bit of a difference, Benny, between watching the Tampa Bay defense, who I love, Devin White in the draft, and there were other players I love on that defense when when they got uh, came out of college, and here they are balling out. Looked a lot different than that Lions defense I had to watch all season this year and last year. <laughs> yeah, a, a little, little bit different. A L- little bit different. Just, 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 just a little bit. So, so Benny, I, let's. I, I, Let's do this. I, I I don't want I don't mean to jump in on you, but I want to tease this out. We gotta we gotta get our other great sponsor in here, but I want to tease. I think it was two weeks ago. Yeah, you let me down. You didn't show up last week. So yeah, like two three weeks ago, you teased for the people that you were gonna give a third round draft pick that was gonna just. I mean, you threw it out there and then I asked you for it. And you're like, nope, you gotta wait. And we're still waiting. So we're going to make the people wait a little bit longer. We're going to talk about that after the break. And I really want to ask you some of your football stories. So I know you got a few great stories in your back pocket. I love that one about the 49ers. That was a classic. Um, I know you got a couple more of those. And uh, like I say, we're going to finish this show strong. So, Benny, before we do that, we are very excited here on Believe in Lions to introduce eBay as a new sponsor on the show. So, I just want to take a brief moment to talk about our newest sponsor, eBay, one of my favorite places to go. Uh, Whether it's rare dead stock or the latest released, find the exact shoe you're looking for at eBay. Look, as the original sneaker marketplace, you can go cop a pair you've been eyeing with eBay's authenticity guarantee. Your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. Verify the box logo stitching let's put it this way they make sure that your shoes are legit benny there's no doubt about it i mean and for sneaker sellers out there ebay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers a hundred dollars or more making it free for you to sell or flip your collection go to ebay.com slash sneakers today ebay the world's best destination 
for discovering great value and unique selection. We want all of our Believe in Lions listeners to go over to eBay. I've been shopping and selling on there for years. you got to check them out. eBay, thank you so much for sponsoring the podcast. Benny, l- l- let's get let's get into some stories here. I, I want to hold off this third-round pick because I think you got something in your back pocket that is going to shock me, the GM of the show, and is going to interest the listeners of the show. But I want to ask you, like, we've been talking about the Lions and how they're going to rebuild their team, and we got free agency coming up in a month, the draft's a month and a half, uh, two months away, whatever it is, end of April. I, I want to hear some Benny Blades football stories. I want to hear some old-school football with Benny. So t- let's break out your, your stories either on the field, maybe something that happened in the locker room, something where – you know, just something interesting to people because they really want to hear your stories. These are Lions fans that loved you as a player. I had a guy today on Twitter. He was like, where can I get a Benny Blades jersey at? I can't find him anywhere. I go, man, those are sold out. <laughs> you know, Benny <laughs> Blades, that's 36 ain't available anywhere. He was like, oh, man, like I bet Benny knows where to get one. And I was like, I was like, no, man, those are those are game worn that he's got. So everybody's trying to find a three six that they can rock at Ford Field this next year. Now that the podcast is booming. But Benny, what do you got for some stories? Like throw something at me and then I might uh, I might have a couple questions for you. Well, I'll tell you what, let me give you a first uh, a small locker room story. OK. Everybody knows that my ace in the whole locker room my first seven years was William White. Everybody knows that. Now, and what what do they do with a hot shot rookie when you come in the locker room? Who do you think they put you next to in the locker room? Who do you think they put me next to, Derek? The old wily vet that didn't want to. I mean, he, he he. I hate to break out Dan Campbell again, but they probably put you against the next to the guy that said something like this. You've had enough of that. <laughs> he probably said that to Benny Blades day one, didn't he? No, Derek. Here, here's what they did. Uh-oh, they put okay. me next to the kickers. Oh, what? <laughs> that's that's disrespectful. No, look. I said, <laughs> okay. Why am I next to the kickers? I mean, because when. Down at the U, the kickers, nobody talked to the kickers. The kickers were just somebody, you know, look, if you miss it, we're going to beat your butt. Okay. <laughs> and so I, I come in, I come into the Lions locker room. I'm like, who are these two guys over here? And so me and William, we says, well, I guess we got to get to know them. And so it happened to be Eddie Murray and Jim Arnold. And after getting to know these two guys, they became probably the two guys that we would hang out with more so than we would hang out with Jerry Ball, more <laughs> so than we would hang out with. Now, no, that's probably the only one we, we would probably not hang out with would be Jerry Ball and we would hang out with Jim Arnold because now, <laughs> me and William Moore hung out with Jim Arnold Eddie Murray, Kevin Glover, and Lomas Brown. That that it's was not, your crew. That was your crew. Yeah, the that, kick that, and the punter. That, look, the only reason we did that because those guys had girlfriends and wives that could cook, and so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I figured there had to be an alternative motive. I mean, uh, I I knew you had something up your sleeve. You're hanging out with the kicker and the punter. Come on, Ben. 
<laughs> coming out to you. You can't be you can't be ruining your rep unless they're making some good. No, 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 no. But coming out to you, you also <laughs> need you need to know how to survive. <laughs> exactly oh my goodness that that is classic uh i would never would have guessed that in a million years that that was who you were next to and that's who you bonded with early in your career but but, benny get this so i was like man let let me pick out i was going through like some of your your numbers looking at some of your like like i said we talked about it before you had a heck of a rookie year you know i i see some interceptions on there you got some uh, later in your career, you know, you get after the quarterback, lots of tackles. I mean, I want to say you had over 100 tackles that first season, which even in today's game would be huge, you know, for a guy just coming out of college. So that's big time. But, Benny, as I was going through stuff, I came across a YouTube clip, and it's you guys against Chicago Bears. And uh, I think uh, I think the quarterback was, uh, I, I don't know, but I think it might have been this guy. I think it was Jimmy Harbaugh from the University of Michigan, Benny. And I think I'm still waiting for you and Ed Reed, everybody down there at the U. To get it together so you come up here and play some big boy football in, in, in the north. But anyway, it's the Lions versus the Bears. And Jimmy Harbaugh throws one across the middle to little, um, gosh, why is the name Waddle? Why am I missing the first name? Tom Waddle right across the middle guys wide open until 36 comes flying in. Bam. <laughs> you just laid him out balls out on the ground and, and guess who else is out? Tom Waddle. <laughs> He's down yeah. for the count. It was an incredible hit. I loved it. It was good stuff. But I, I, you know, I tell people cause you know, I get a lot of flack about that. You know, the, the, the kids in today's game, you know, because, I mean, they're, they're YouTubers. And so the kids at the school that came in at that same hit that you just described, Mr. Blaze, they would have kicked you out of the game. I says, no, go back and look at it. Yep. Go back and look at it. Clean as, old, a, clean as a whistle. Clean as a whistle. Old 3-6 never did anything illegal. Head across I, the bow, I, shoulder into him. There just, you just, go. just KO'd him. I loved it. So, I, I'm sorry. I could have played in today's game. <laughs> it was a I classic said, play. You came out of nowhere. Like I say, this guy's wide open. You came flying in. You you played it. You played it cool afterwards. Like, oh yeah, I do that every day, all day. But uh, they 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 threw up a graphic of Benny Blades. I mean, looking pretty fresh back in your day with a nice little high top fade, as well as uh, they're putting your numbers up there, touting that you're from, uh, you know, you know that school in Miami. I don't know. You might have heard of it. So I love that. Benny, how about a how about a football story if you can pull out of your back pocket? Like I'm thinking big time ball game, late in the game, you know, tight ball game. You're sitting there like, hey, somebody's gotta make a play. How does the old quote go? Who's gonna make a play? I can. I can. Like, was there ever a time where you just looked over and you're like, I, I gotta make something happen right now for us to win this ball game? And you and your teammate just came up huge and, and got a W. Well, it was later in my career, you know, I, you know, the old GMs of the show and other organizations, they try to get rid of the old guys. <laughs> we happened to be down in Tampa, Florida. Now, Trent Dilfer is going up and down the field all game long. <laughs> so what do the coaches do? 
Well, Benny, you're going to go play linebacker right now. Uh, I'm, look, I'm having a hell of a game playing safety. I don't want to move to linebacker. <laughs> so what, what happens? They took the ball, I think I want to say probably from their 15 or 18-yard line, and they methodically moved the ball in almost 90-degree heat. I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's hot. <laughs> Derek, I, I probably about around play 10 or 11. And so that's a long drive as far as NFL standards when you can be on the field 10 or 11 plays. Right. I am like, man, somebody needs to make a play. I'm hot. I'm miserable. Somebody needs to make a play. And so when, you, when you're doing film study, Certain things catch your eye. They came out in that formation. Why I'm the linebacker on that particular play. The guy comes out, he runs an F angle. So for people who don't know what it is, he's running to the flat and I'm supposed to try to beat him over to the flat and he's supposed to come up underneath me and boom, catches the ball, instant touchdown. Nah, I'm not. I'm not biting on that one right there, baby. I'm not biting on that one. So right when he he makes that plant to come back on my inside shoulder, I step in front of him and I intercept the ball. Now, for a guy who's <laughs> lost a few steps, put on a few pounds, I'm thinking to myself, "Holy crap!" That's 90 plus yards I got to run the other way with this football. <laughs> did, 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 you, did you house it, Benny? Did you take this to the house? To the, his house, baby! <laughs> oh. Did, did you do what Dion, did you hold it up? Did you hold the football? No, up? no, 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 no. It wasn't a holding up of the ball. I got to the end zone, dropped the ball in the end zone, and when it got some oxygen, I was... <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's like the funniest thing to me because every time I see that I'm like you guys are the top of the top athletes like you run all day every day you're lifting weights you're on those treadmills yet that 90 yards kills you I mean you're done for the day after that it always makes me laugh but Benny you you jump the route you, you you're in the film room and, and made a big time play that's that's incredible I'm gonna have to find that one on the old YouTube and check it out see see how your style was when you were heading to the end zone with no breath <laughs> out of breath, out of breath. The big boy was chugging along, baby, chugging along. That's incredible. I I want to get one more thing out of you if I can, and then I want to hear about this third round pick. I was, we'll see if the GM of the show approves or not, or not of what you got up your sleeve. But how about a time again? You were a real tough guy the way you played, as well as like you said, you always played for the city because the city's tough. How about an injury, like an in-game injury where you either hurt yourself early or you came into the game hurt where you were just like, yeah, I'm playing anyway, and you battled through. How about one of those moments for, for everybody out there listening? No, but I, I want to I leave the listeners with this. Okay. Now, 1993, let me set the scene. Go ahead. 1993. Um, we're playing the Arizona Cardinals. Benny Blades. I'm lined up at strong safety. Um, you know, it was like the fourth game of the season. I says, okay, cool. I'm going to have one 
heck of a year. 91, I come off of a Pro Bowl. 92, I was the first alternate in the Pro Bowl. 93, I'm, I'm, I'm hooked and I'm ready. First three games, stellar games. Derek, I had my sights on an interception. I had the ball in my hands. And what happened? Oh, see, that's why I tell people, you got to be be careful of, remember I, I used to always tell the fans and, and, and the listeners that me and old 54 used to battle who's going to get to the ball first. I looked at it on film later on. That's why I could tell the story the way I'm telling it. He jumps over the receiver trying to get the interception, but what does he does? He lands on my right shin, snaps the ankle away <laughs> from the shin. Oh no. So it's, so it's dangling. <laughs> But I still made I still made the interception. So when they came to get me off the field, I still had the ball. And I said, is it broke? It's just, well, we don't know, Benny. I says, well, I, I'm not feeling anything down there. Is it broke? <laughs> so so all, I cared, all I cared about, Derek, that I, I still had the ball, I still intercepted the ball. <laughs> No. So, so Mr. Blades, you're you're telling me that that you went and make a play on the ball. Your guy, 54, snaps your ankle. You come up with the pick, and, and were you done for a good amount of time? I mean, was that it for the year for you? That was it for the year. Oh, but no. Here's here's the thing, though. Even when I went into the locker room, okay, they cut the tape off of my my leg, I'm still not looking at it. And so it wasn't until the trainer says, oh, mm. put it back on, put it back on, put it back on. Uh -huh. Because the bone had come through the skin and it was protruding out. <laughs> oh, that, that's big time football by 36. That's a man's game right there. And, and please tell me you did this. Please tell me when they were hauling you off, when the, the foot is dangling but you still know that you got the football. Please tell me you looked at 54 and said that I'm up one on you. <laughs> I got one no, up no. on you. <laughs> no, 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 it, no, it, it, it was, no, it wasn't until the next year until <laughs> we got ready to play again. And I, and I put double tape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You better get said, the okay, uh, high tops okay. on. There you go. I said, okay, Chris, here's what we're doing. We're still going to compete on who's going to get to the ball first. But if you have to dive, make sure I'm not around. Get somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. That, that's perfect, man. That's incredible stuff. So, gosh, good stuff, Benny. Like, I, I we got to incorporate some more of that in the show, too, because it is the off season. I mean, you know me. I could talk free agency and draft all day, but I it's just so fun to hear those stories from a guy like you that played the game so hard, played it so well for the Lions, as well as... Like I said, the people that li listen, they just that they live through those. You know, they they remember that stuff you're talking about. I'm sure. So, those are just incredible stories, and I appreciate you sharing. No doubt about it. So, let, let's go ahead and do this. Let's go ahead and get this pick in. See see who you're talking about again. You say you got an eye for who's good, who who's who's who we should draft. Let's hear about this third rounder that we got to keep our eyes on. 
and then we'll go ahead and close up this show and come back next week and talk some more lions. So, so what do you, what do you got, Mr. Blades? You, you get to be here's the GM third, now. Yep. Yeah. Here, 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 here is the third rounder. I want you to keep your eyes on. You know, I'm a big edge rush guy. I, 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 I love edge rush. Guys, yeah. I love for guys to get after the quarterback. Now, I was sitting there. I said, what happened to this guy? This guy in 2019 was all over the field for the University of Oklahoma. I said, what happened to this guy? So, I, you know, I did, me, I had to do a little bit of research. You know, he didn't have the kind of year that he had in 2019. And when I called his name, I want you to do your research. Okay. His name is, his name is Ronnie Perkins. Just look right. him up, Ronnie Perkins. To me, he's going to be one of those edge rushers that, you know, we can probably get him the third or maybe the fourth round. And I think he can do wonders because the guys that we're looking for from the U may not be there when, when we need them. And so... <laughs> There's lots of I, I I like this I like this name Benny I've heard a little bit about it I'm just uh, I'm pulling him up here on this end he's he's ranked a hundredth overall by uh, the Draft Network the guy's six three two fifty one now to me what the Lions have had is like that six four six five two hundred and sixty some pound edge guy but this kid is a junior he's a four star coming out of high school. Um, uh, let's see what they say about him. They call him a developmental five tech. So a guy that can, can play out, you know, a big body that can play out on the edge or, or move a little bit on the interior in a, in a four, three defensive front. That's where they think he fits best. And uh, yeah, they, they say he just, uh, he carries his weight really well. Looks like a top prospect. So you, you might have something there, Mr. Blades. I'm gonna have to turn the tape on a little bit more on Ronnie Perkins, but but, yeah. but I like this call by you. I think he's right in that sweet spot at 100 overall where he, he could be a nice find in the third or fourth round, uh, maybe have something there. So I, I like the call by you. Yeah, I mean, look, like I told you, I, I don't watch much of the Big Ten because it doesn't come on very much down here. And so <laughs> when I'm watching this kid two years ago, I'm like, man, all of a sudden, well, just like Jalen Phillips from – from the U came out of nowhere. He was at UCLA and then he had a awesome year <laughs> for the Hurricanes. I mean, we just know as pass rushers, you know, their, their years go up and down. And so I just really, really, really think we ought to keep our eye on this, on this kid. I really think so. Are, are, are we ever going to get back to our show here in the next few weeks where we're going to talk about your boys from the U we're talking about Russo. We're talking about Phillips. We're talking about Brevin Jordan, your boy. <laughs> are, are we going to do that show for the people here so you can just talk for days and days about your, your guys from from the Hurricanes there? Yeah, we, we, really, we really are because uh, I really got to talk these guys up because uh, we, we, we developed some players down there. You know, I, I'm just... <laughs> I've, I've heard that somewhere. Somebody's told me that before. I don't know who it was. That's right. Just every it might have been me. <laughs> just, just, just every week is just all about the you. It's all about the you. It's all about the you. 
Benny, you know what I've been hearing? I want to throw a little nugget at you that re- that involves the you, and you could tell me what you think. I've been hearing a lot of pre-draft hype about Quincy Roche. I even saw one publication that said he might be the best edge player in the draft, which surprised me, but he's still looking to be in that third round-ish, but... He's a guy that I kind of have circle with the Lions based on what I've been reading from him. And if it's a guy you can wait on and if he can still give you production, he's kind of like a outside backer that can rush. But there's just been glowing reports about him. So any takes on Roche or he's not even the three we're going to talk about, but he's caught my eyes. I'm going through things. No, I mean, he's he's one of those guys. Uh, He he had a heck of a year, I want to say, at Temple. And then he came down to my beloved Hurricanes. And, right. Yeah. And uh, he, he 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 set it on fire. And so I want to say he opted out this past year because of the COVID. But he, he's a kid that has a high motor. And so, I mean, I, I look at guys like that and I really think, not just because he, he's at my beloved Hurricanes, but when anytime you got a kid with a high motor, look, they can play this game at the highest level as far as I'm concerned. And that's why not only Mr. Ro- Roche put him in the same wheelhouse as Mr. Perkins. I want you to dig deep into those two. And I'm telling you, we can find one of those guys, you know, later on in the draft that can help, 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 help. Uh, Lions. <laughs> you, you know the GM is up for that task. I will definitely look at both these guys a little bit deeper. We're, we're not going to dive too deep in a draft here uh, until we get a little bit closer, but once we do, we're going to know about these guys. I'm going to have to start giving you some of my mock drafts, Benny. You, you know, the people love them at Derek Oakry on Twitter. Mondays and Fridays, I'm dropping mock drafts. I think I took your boy Brevin Jordan in the third and one. I haven't taken Russo or Phillips just because they haven't been falling to me, but Roche's been on a couple of my teams, and there's there's a lot of good prospects, a lot of good ways the Lions could go in this draft. So, Benny, I'm glad you saved that. I like that pick. It is sneaky. It is a guy that's in that range that, that we'll have to keep our eye on. And uh, like I say, you know football. So I will have to get a look at them, and, and we'll keep asking you what you like about some of these players. So l- let's end it like this, Benny. We're, like I said, we're a month away from free agency. The draft's at the end of April. The Lions in the last couple of weeks have – done what looks to be a great GM hire. They brought in Dan freaking Campbell. Dan freaking Campbell brought in, (laughs) he brought in a a staff that could beat anybody in seven on seven football. They're ready to play right now. If somebody goes down, I mean, we might just send a coach in to get a few snaps. And like I said, we might need you to be on standby just in case to play. But from what I get up here in Michigan, the people are fired up about this new regime. They got a lot of juice. They got a lot of moxie. They got this swagger about them that, hey, we're not here to run a scheme. We're here to find talent. We're here to let the talent play. We're here to simplify things. We're ready to let this Detroit team loose while we rebuild it and while we uh, get our feet under us and give you a football team that you could be proud of. So I'd say everybody here is pretty fired up. I mean, how you feeling about these lines? I know you B-L-E-A-V, but how you feeling right now? Are you pretty hype about all this? I'm extremely hype. I'm, I want to dig a little bit deeper as, as the off-season transpire. 
because Dan Campbell has put together a coaching staff. <laughs> Just think about it. Deuce Staley is your running backs, assistant head coach, Anthony Lynn, Aaron Glenn, and you just mentioned he picked up uh, what Randall. He has people who have won. I'm, I just popped up Mark Brunel. I even know I didn't even know Mark Brunel was on his coaching staff. Coach of the QBs, he, the old left. Right. He is putting together a staff that has some moxie around the National Football League. And so I, I'm, I'm really, really, really thinking that if we can get the players that are coachable, we're gonna win. We're gonna win more than our fair share of ball games next year. I'm excited to see it. I mean, everybody's wanting to fix the defense. I wouldn't mind it if they went crazy on offense either and just figure the defense out later. But this coaching staff, I mean, it's going to be a breath of fresh air. It's got the city excited. Yeah, everybody's a little bit like, hey, you know, Matt Stafford's gone. But they're also excited for change, new things, exciting football. We haven't had that in a while. So, Benny, I think I speak for you when I say a lot of people – once this team gets rolling, it's going to be saying this. What right? What right? What right? Benny, we're going to have to do like you versus your sound bites here pretty soon. Like, do you got a one pride for the people to send us out today? For all my Detroit Lion faithful, one pride? One pride? Oh my gosh, that was so much better than I even expected. Unbelievable. <laughs> Benny, uh, what a, another fun show with you. I mean, we got to talk about Stafford, Campbell. We got your sneaky third-round pick. He told some incredible stories. I mean, we got our great sponsors in here. Um, and you ended it with one of the greatest one prides I've ever heard. So, everybody... Thank you guys so much for listening. Check us here next Thursday. We'll be talking all things Lions right here on Believe in Lions. We want to thank our sponsors, betonline.ag and eBay. Everybody check us right here next week. Take care, everybody. We're out. I believe, I believe, I believe. If I can get respect from these guys, I'm going to darn well get respect, and I'm going to demand the respect from anyone else. I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.